going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Stew on this podcast, and happy holidays. Man, I hope that uh, wherever you're tuning in from, I hope that you had a fantastic Thanksgiving. Uh, we're heading straight into the Christmas season. Uh, for us, it was pretty good, nice, peaceful, relaxing uh, for the most part. Melissa and I got a chance to get a date in, which was super nice on Wednesday while the girls were at daycare and uh, then on Thursday we just chilled and hanged out as a family um, just enjoying Thanksgiving cooking a bird and I went outside and started hanging up the Christmas lights that way when everything was all said and done we were able to kick those things on and be ready for the Christmas season so pretty much relaxing relaxful and uh, pretty easy going and hopefully yours was as to um, Hey, I want to stop just for a second and just say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. All of you that are um, every single week I make mention to uh, like the podcast, to subscribe to it, to share it with others. And, um, you know, doing all that helps get this podcast out to more people um, and, and it helps grow the audience a little bit more each time. So I'm super appreciative of that. But I also, for the past couple of weeks, as part of this podcast, I've been saying, Hey, if this has benefited you in any way, um, you know, with some of the challenges for each week, I've encouraged you like reach out to me at some point in time and let me know, um, how the challenge has gone, how it's encouraged you, all that kind of good stuff. And I've actually had a few of you, uh, these past couple of weeks, reach out, let me know what the uh, these episodes have meant to you and even uh, just how some of the challenges have been going as of late. So I definitely want to stop and say thank you to all of you, uh, one, for listening, and two, for even taking on the challenge. I think that it's easy to sit here and listen to somebody else tell you uh, what maybe you should do with your life in order to grow closer to Jesus. Um but unless you're willing to take an action step yourself, realistically, it, you're probably just going to sit at a standstill um, and not grow. Our faith requires action. It, it requires movement at some point. Um, and sometimes God is just calling us to take that step of faith in order to keep growing and, and keep uh, getting closer to him in the process. So again, thank you all so much for just your words of encouragement and how you have been faithful to even take on some of these challenges. But hey, in uh, light of the holiday season and light of the fact that Thanksgiving was just this past Thursday, I wanted to come across to you um, with a, this episode really about that of thankfulness, um, uh, the attitude of gratitude uh, for the most part. There's a, an area in scripture in Luke 17 where many of us is probably, we've read this before, we've probably heard this before. In fact, you may maybe even heard a sermon on this before. Um, it's this area where Jesus heals 10 men with leprosy. He's off traveling as Jesus was normally doing, and uh, he finds himself really kind of between Galilee and Samaria. And uh, as he enters into this area, he hears, once again, people crying out from distance, 10 men crying out to him, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And uh, it's at this point that Jesus, he looks at them and he says, go and show yourself to the priest. Now, this was part of just the healing and the cleansing process um, of the customs in those days, that if you had some kind of skin disease, illness, anything like that, if it was starting to uh, become better, the rash was going away, uh, anything like that, 
you as the person who was infected with this illness, you would have to go before the priest, and the priest would be the one that uh, determined whether or not you were cleansed. And if you were, you were able to uh, come back around people again. So these are people, these are 10 guys that were suffering with leprosy. So they were outcasted. They're living within a colony of other leopards because they're not allowed to be anywhere near the villages at the time, weren't allowed to be anywhere near people. It was a death sentence and pretty much an excommunication from your community kind of sentence. And so these guys are crying out to Jesus and Jesus just says, hey, go show yourselves to the priests as a part of that custom and a part of uh, the religious duties in order to be be redeemed, if you will, uh, back to being clean. And uh, the way that the story goes on, it says that all 10 of them start making their way to the priest. And as they were on their way, they began uh, to be healed. And as they're going, one of them sees what is happening. And it says that he turns around and he comes back to Jesus and he's shouting, praise God. And he falls to the ground at Jesus' feet, uh, thanking him for what had been done, for the healing that has been, had taken place in his life. And I love how even scripture um, points out that this this guy that comes back to Jesus is a Samaritan. And again, if you know anything about the uh, racial tension that was going on during Jesus' day, Jews and Samaritans have nothing to do with each other. And yet the Samaritan comes back and falls at the feet of Jesus giving him praise to God and thanking him for what it is that he had done. But this is what I find really interesting. And Jesus even points it out. Jesus says, we're not 10 healed. And uh, Jesus says, and yet only one has returned to give glory to God. Uh, And he even points out that the one who comes back is this foreigner, this Samaritan. And it's at that point that Jesus says uh, to him to stand up and go your faith has healed you. And I just think that is so good that for for us to remember and to acknowledge that sometimes um, we pray for things and we ask God to intervene in our lives in such a massive way um, that the more often that we do it and the more often that God shows up in our life, if we're not careful, we can become desensitized to the miracles um, and the answered prayers that God is actively doing in our lives. I, I don't know if you've ever thought about that. I don't know if that has even processed you before. Even as I say that, you might be saying, Sir, I, how can you be desensitized to miracles? Well, realistically, miracles happen every single day. They do. And I've heard so many people, you know, me doing all the VR stuff that I'm doing now and having a lot of fun doing it. I've had people in those environments come in who don't believe what it is that I believe in. They find their way into a Christian-based event, a church-based event, and tell me, hey, I don't believe what it is that you believe in. And I tell them how awesome that is. That's the whole point of even being in a church is trying to reach the lost. And, um, and many times... Uh, I hear them say, you know what? I would probably believe what it is that you guys in the church preach about. I would probably believe in Jesus if I saw the same miracles that you guys talk about in the Bible happen today. And of course, they're talking about like the big miraculous ones like Moses uh, splitting the Red Sea 
uh, people being healed miraculously, you know, the blind getting their sight, the mute being able to talk, those who are crippled being able to walk, the feeding of 5,000, you know, we think of these grandiose miracles taking place. And a lot of people sit there and say, man, if I could just see that stuff happen today, or if I could just, if I would have been walking and talking with Jesus, I would have the faith that you Christians say that you have. And I always find that statement to be really uh, interesting to me, I guess, is the best way to put it. Because when you look at scripture, how many times were the people who walked and talked with Jesus, the ones who turned from him? And uh, how many times when you see the Israelites cross the Red Sea on dry ground, when the waters um, split, do you hear the Israelites griping and complaining and even begging to go back to Egypt? Because the life that they once had was way better than the life that they were currently experiencing wandering in the wilderness. And so there's always this constant reverting back to a rebellious nature um, after God has done something good in their life. And, and I think, unfortunately, the same is true for you is the same for me, that we can become so desensitized to the miracles that are taking place in our lives currently that we don't give praise to God in the way that he deserves it for the things that have happened in our lives. And I want you to think about this too. Like, even as I say that, I understand that somebody, some of you who are hearing this, you might be thinking, I am going through the worst storm in my entire life right now. So, sir, how could I even give praise to God in this moment? Well, realistically, it's even in the bad times that we go through, the, the storms, the trials, that God still deserves the praise and the glory for the things that are going to come out of those things. Because even when we're not currently experiencing the goodness within the storms, um, within the trials that we're in, God is already a thousand paces ahead of us, and he already sees the good that's coming out of it. Now, I understand that's hard to uh, take as a consolation prize as you're going through the hardships, but I would say even when you're going through the storm, hold on to Jesus with white knuckle intensity because at the end of it all, there's going to be purpose within that trial that you're going through. I promise you there will be. Um, I've had many of those moments for myself where the current situation sucked. I didn't want to go through it. Um, I hated it. I didn't know where God was in the middle of it. But sitting on the opposite end of that now, on the other side of that, I can sit there and say, man, God really does know what he's doing. Um, Melissa and I have had tons of different conversations before, and I've been having this conversation with a few people as of late that um, I've never been one to believe that I have the spiritual gifting of faith. Um, I don't know why. I just It's just never been one of those things that I believed that was a gifting that I had until more recently where I really do believe that one of those giftings that God has just really risen to the surface for me uh, as of late is just the gifting of faith. And a lot of that has to do with I have seen God come through time and time again where um, I just, I don't have a reason to doubt him anymore. Uh, even when things are looking bad, um, you know, a financial crisis, a health scare, whatever it is, at the end of the day, I can sit there and I tell people and I look at my wife, Melissa, and I just tell her like, man, God's, God's come through before. Why would we doubt him now? What reason do we have to doubt him now? So I say all that because once again, I read this story here in Luke 17, and you have these guys who, through um, being 
removed from their community, removed from their families, removed from their friends due to leprosy, only one of them comes back and gives praise to God for the good thing that is happening in their life, the healing that is taking place. Um, And I think what's amazing about that is it really goes to show for us what our proper next step should be when something good happens. It's not to just continue on with our lives as if it was just a normal aspect of it, but it's to stop and actually give the recognition to God that he deserves. You know, I talked about in the episode last week with marriage that really our whole purpose with marriage, uh, when you're, when you're in a marriage relationship, a marriage relationship is it is to, uh, bring glory to God and advance his kingdom. But realistically, that is the whole purpose of our lives as a whole is to bring glory to God and to advance his kingdom. So when something good happens, it's not something for us to just kind of shrug our shoulders at and go, well, that worked out. But it's actually an opportunity for us to pause because God calls us to pause sometimes is to pause and just reflect upon the good thing that's just happened and give thanks to God who loves you so much that he once again showed up where, um, where you needed him to do so the most. And for these 10 guys where they really needed Jesus to show up was to heal them. Um, but only one of them paused upon seeing the goodness that was happening to come back and give thanks. So because we get so desensitized to the miracles that are taking place in our life, even the small miracles, I think that's kind of the big part of it is the smaller the miracle that takes place and the more often those small ones take place, like even just waking up and putting your two feet on the ground and going out about your day, the fact that you have a job, uh, you got a roof over your head, you got food in your stomach, you're already doing better than really the majority of the world. Um, and, and because of those things, we just take them for granted when really it is God who is the one who is pouring out blessing upon us. And it requires, and it should require, and call us to stop and praise God uh, that he is still being good to us when we don't deserve God's goodness. We don't. We don't deserve God's goodness, but he loves you. He loves me. He loves us so much that he continues to pour out blessing. And all he requires of us is just to remain faithful to him, to bring him glory and advance his kingdom. So my encouragement to you for this week and really the um, inspiring, hopefully inspiring moment for this week's podcast is this. What would your life look like if you just paused for a second throughout the day, every single time that something good happened, what would it look like if you just paused and just thanked God for that good thing? Um, whether it's for a good meal, whether it's for getting you to your job safely, whether it's for getting your kids to school safely or them getting to school safely, at the end of the day, the family coming back together, all good things. What would your life look like and what would change of your attitude if you just stopped for a second just to have have that attitude of gratitude and give thanks to God for all the small wins, all the small miracles that happen throughout the day. Um, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know what would change for you, if anything would, would change, but I would imagine that you would have a perspective shift on um, really just how good God is and how great each one of those miracles are and how active he is in your life. Um, because we have a good God and all good things come from God. So if something good is happening, it's worth stopping and realizing that is just a good father who is in your corner and um, really showing his hand in your life. So 
again, my encouragement to you this week is try not to be like the other nine men with the leprosy that just continue to live their life and move forward um, with their lives, but be more like the Samaritan that stopped, saw the good thing that was happening, and came back to give praise to God um, because he is deserving of it. So short episode this week, but that's what I got for you. Again, if this podcast is a blessing to you at all, be sure to subscribe, share it with others, um, leave a review and a rating to help get this out to more people. If you take on the challenge and uh, you find yourself pausing a little bit more often this week, giving praise to God for the good things that are happening in your life, uh, again, just shoot me a Facebook message, uh, a DM, text me, email me if you got my number. Um, uh, or my email, and just let me know what shifts you see taking place in your life, uh, just living out a little bit more attitude of gratitude this week. So I love you all. Thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you next week for another episode of The Stew on this podcast. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Stew on this podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more, we encourage you to subscribe to this podcast for future episodes. Thank you again for listening and God bless.